Hi, and welcome to another episode of Serendipity Girl, Discovering Good and God. I'm your host, Colleen, and I'm on a quest to discover and celebrate things that are positive, true, excellent, and praiseworthy, which inspire me to gratitude. Now, this first segment I like to call, Did You Know? Can you guess who this famous composer is? First of all, it's a woman. She was American. She lived from 1820 to 1915. She was blind since almost birth. But she wrote over 8,000 hymns and spiritual songs. Some of her songs were To God Be the Glory, Praise Him, Praise Him, and Blessed Assurance. I bet you know by now, but if not, Fanny Crosby. If you guessed, you are correct. Fanny Crosby has written so many hymns. She wrote so many that she had to write under a pseudonym because some of the hymn publishers were afraid to put too many songs from the same composer. So she had many different pseudonyms that she wrote under. But she was blind from almost birth. And yet... She wrote of such blessed assurances, just like in the song by that same name. The lyrics are beautiful. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, and this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. And she goes on to talk about how happy and blessed she is, watching and waiting, looking above, filled with His goodness, lost in His love. You know, Fanny Crosby may have been blind, but her spiritual vision was 2020 when it came to understanding the blessed assurances we have in Jesus Christ and his promises. In this time of pandemic, with COVID-19 all over the world affecting our lives so much, there's not much we can count on. We've had our entire universe turned upside down, and yet it's good to have some assurances, things that you can count on no matter what. And with God, We have many, like Fanny Crosby, who lived through a civil war and many other changes in her lifetime. We can have the same assurances that she did in Jesus Christ. I love the book of Psalms, and I would like to read some verses from Psalm 46, starting with verses 1 through 3 and then jumping to 7 through 10. God is our refuge and strength an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations He has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still 
and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. There are so many glorious assurances in these verses. Out of these, I can take away the following. God is my refuge. I can run to Him and know He has my back. I'm safe in His arms. God is also my strength. I don't have to have it all together. In fact, my weakness attracts God's strength, which is why Paul said he would boast of his weaknesses because when he is weak, God is strong. My weakness qualifies me for His strength. But not only is God my refuge and my strength, He's an ever-present help in trouble. God does not run away when times get tough. He is right where we are. He's not far removed from us, but He is with us. Another assurance is that God is my fortress. Just as in medieval times, the villagers would run to the castle to find protection from their enemies, so I can run to God to protect me and know that the door is always open and He will always take me in because He is my fortress. I'm already there. But not only is He ever-present in trouble and is my fortress, but He's also my deliverer. Again, God has my back and will deliver me from my troubles. As the psalmist says in Psalm 34, verse 6, This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. So what is to be my response to all of these assurances? That God is my refuge, my strength, an ever-present help in trouble, my fortress, and my deliverer. How are we to respond to this? Well, the psalmist says, I will not fear, no matter what, even if the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. I think this is hyperbole. I think what the psalmist is saying is that no matter what happens, I choose to not fear. Not only can I choose to not fear, but I can choose to be still. Another translation of Psalm 46.10 is to cease striving. When you have the God of the universe fighting on your behalf, why do we feel the need to strive as if He will not come through or He won't come through in time or He won't do something the way we think He should do it? For me, that's the bugaboo. I know He will come through and I know He will come through in time. But it's what He chooses to do that sometimes I'm like, well, what if that's not what I want Him to do? And for me, it's a Lordship trusting situation. But God is never late, He's never early, and He knows what is best. So I can cease striving, I can cease trying to fight in the situation. I can just be still and rest in the Lord and wait for Him and keep His way. But besides not fearing, besides being still, I can also know one important thing, that He is God, not me. I'm not God, but He is, and I can call on Him. Imagine being able to call to the God of the universe, knowing that He will answer. And that's what I find in another psalm that I love, Psalm 34, verses 1 through 10, because they stress God's promise to not only hear us when we call out to Him in prayer, but also to answer and to deliver us. Let me read that to you. This is a psalm of David when he pretended to be insane before Abimelech. 
who drove him away, and then he left. That was clever of David, wasn't it? David says, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. My soul will boast in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him lack nothing. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Like Psalm 46, Psalm 34 makes a lot of assurances. Again, that's why I love Psalms. They're so packed with so many assurances that we can have from God whenever we are troubled, whenever we are seeking guidance. In short, God promises to answer when I call, to deliver me from all my fears, to never let me down, and to save me out of all my troubles. Because He is a good God, and those who seek Him lack no good thing. He will give me all that I need. What is my response to this? Well, the psalmist tells us that he looks to God, because he knows that all who do look to God are radiant. And why are they radiant? because they know that he will never let them down. I love that. You can look to God in full assurance, knowing that he will never let you down, and you get radiance. Try to buy that in a makeup. It's kind of hard. But you get that automatically when you look to God and you trust him that he's not going to let you down. We can keep calling on him, and we can praise him alone or like David we can praise Him with others. But taste and see just how good He is. What an assurance that is, that God is saying, Come on, taste and see just how good I am. Rely on me. So as you can see, whether it's Psalm 34 or Psalm 46, the Psalms are full of assurances about who our good God is and how He will never let us down, but will always answer, deliver us, and rescue us out of His goodness. Like Fanny Crosby we can have blessed assurances, and we can rest assured, Jesus is ours. And those blessings are so many. I hardly touched on them. This was just only a portion of two psalms. There's 150. But these blessings are so many that 8,000 more hymns would never be enough, as Fanny Crosby found out in her 95 years of writing about God's faithfulness. If you've never put your trust in God, and what He's done for you through Jesus' death and resurrection on the cross for you? You can read the book of John. Just Google Book of John, look online, or grab a Bible, and start reading in the New Testament, and learn more about this gift of a relationship with Jesus that you can start enjoying today. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If this podcast encourages you, tell a friend to tune in on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcast, and more. Until next time, this is Serendipity Girl saying Abiento, see you soon, and have a serendipitous day.